Hello, and welcome back to Idol Talk. In this episode, we get into the songs that are at the top of our playlist and should be added to yours. We have Panorama by Eyes One, We Lost the Summer by TXT, Christmassy by The Boys, and Take the Dive by Jonghyun. From older groups to new goos, we got you covered with the K-Bops. Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, the editor for Idol Talk, and I still have mixed feelings about stray kids on Kingdom. Ooh. Wait, I thought you were excited. I was excited because if Stray Kids accepted that they were going to be taken advantage of by Mnet, then I was going to accept it. But I don't know if I've actually accepted it. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have that discussion later. Okay. <laughs> I'm Casey, co-host, uh, resident crybaby. And I am grateful to 2020 for giving us Kai's mmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm about it. Yeah. I'm so about it. I didn't like that song at first, but then I saw all of the TikTok challenges, and it's become like like a meme song, and I love it. Shout out Ellen and Brian from UCLA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, we have a special guest here today with us. Um, we have our subunit, Idol Talk SG, and we have Gabe back. Hello, Gabe, everyone. did you want to introduce yourself? Um, so I'm back again back. for... Are you singing yeah. to yourself, Casey? What's what's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm back, and I just wanted to say that I'm claiming ownership of everyone standing the boys. Wow, That's fair. Dude. I was the first Dobie, so what, just to make that clear. Name? The first what? Their fandom is called The Bee. But like in <laughs> Korean, it's pronounced like Dobie. Oh, Dobie. cute. Dobie. Wait. Yeah. Hold on. I thought you said dopey. Like, you know, one of the seven dwarves, like dopey? No, it's just dopey. Yeah, dopey. Dopey. Mm. I like it. Yeah. So, wow. wow. I'm the original. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for those individ- uh, introductions. Um, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Idle Talk Pod. And rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and now we're on Pandora, a new platform for everyone's convenience, whatever streaming platform you'd like. (laughs) Um, If you have any feedback or topics that you'd like us to cover, send us an email at idletalkpod at gmail.com. We we also have a new content directory, idletalkpod.com. Uwu, that's right. That's uwu dot ai, and the dot ai is not a scam. <laughs> Idle talk pod dot uwu dot ai. Um, and and in that contact direct directory, we have previous episodes that I categorize. So if you want to listen back to songs that we've recommended, albums that we've talked about, concerts that we've reviewed, and also K-dramas that we've watched, you can go ahead and find that on there. And of course, we also have some just really brief information about us just in case you want to know a little bit more. Um, And then also, you'll be able to find that website 
um, in the epi- in the description of our episodes. Um, and we'd appreciate your support there. All right, we have a new K-Bops episode, and it's one of our last of the year. Um, I guess I will go ahead and start first, because I did want to share with you all my experience at the Virtual Mama Awards, which... Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I won one of the lucky like seats or whatever. And I got like access to the Zoom link where I got to watch the mamas live with like 50 other um mamas K-pop wow, fans. It was that and it was like I didn't know it was only 50. Well, okay. So here's what I think happened because there were so many split screens that there were a lot of links going around. So I think that there must have been like 10 to 20 links um and they would they would pan over to each individual kind of zoom screen right but it wasn't just you right there was like hundreds and hundreds of other people so um i don't know how many people were actually there oh i get it because they're trying to fill up like 10 different panels screens and they're not replicating the same zoom link oh. and the zoom link yes. can only have like up to 25 people at one time or whatever it is 50 people well i uh, yeah well there was like so there was a total of 60 people on my link mm-hmm. um and there was like a lot of other people that they were panning over to so Did you talk to those people you could but i had my mic turned off why um they <laughs> i was a little shy uh i didn't I don't think that, well, I think that you could technically talk to them, but they didn't want you talking over things because, like, people were watching it on their own, basically, um. too. So you couldn't just, like, call out also. They had, like, power to, like, un- like to mute you if you were, like, misbehaving, right? So uh, I'll go through some of this. Um, so what happened was, I think the, what the mom was, was, like, almost a week, like, a week and a half ago at this, or, like, I can't remember, a week ago. It was two weeks. Beginning of so December. Weeks? Yeah, beginning of December. They had a rehearsal that was um, <laughs> rehearsal for my Zoom link. <laughs> and uh, what happened was that I messed up really badly during the rehearsal because they gave you like an individual like code name that I thought was a password that you entered. But all you had to do was put that um, password onto your name display. And mine says Nathan Chan because that's what I have on Zoom meetings. So what I needed to do was like do their special code like Chan Nathan Mamas twenty twenty, and and they would only let you in if they recognized that oh, username as an wow. entry code. So here was me in the group chat. I was like, oh, I think they're individually adding people because I've been waiting for two hours now and I still haven't been added in. <laughs> they just thought so you were spam. <laughs> yeah, they just thought I was like a hacker, and it makes sense because like they have to be really careful with like Zoom yeah. bombers and stuff because like this is a live event, and they literally panned over to like our oh. screen at times. Um, but it was good that I went to the rehearsal, so I didn't have that problem the day mm-hmm. of. So yeah, basically the day of, they basically shared screen, and um, they would tell you, okay, applause in five minutes. Or, like, in five seconds when the performance ends or something. Um, And it was, yeah, it was a good experience. Um, The only problem is that, as the listeners probably know, we're in the U.S. So, this is happening live. They kind of lied. They said that it started, the Zoom link opened opened at 11 p.m., but the event didn't start (gasps) until 1 a.m. Like, Pacific time. 
Yeah. So like, I thought that the, I was like, okay, like if the event starts at 11, it'll probably end like latest, like three or four. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, dude, I tapped out like at like five and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't concentrate. Like my mind is going like bonkers. So I missed basically all of like the quote unquote bigger group performances um, because I was like, I think I'm going to tap out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so tired. Um, but I did get, I'll send this to the group chat. I haven't done it yet. Um, and I only have Sammy as my witness because you really can't see my face. You can only tell by the, by what I'm wearing and my background because the background is Sammy's couch and I'm wearing a gray sweater, but I appeared twice. Once when Hwasa, uh, won her award all at the beginning. And then the second was when Weekly won their (laughs) female rookie award. No! (laughs) God. So then, you know, at that point, I'm like, well, am I going to get another chance? Because also, what they had us, what they told us to do and I didn't do was have like a sign made or a fan light. So I didn't like stand out or anything. So like, I'm just like, yay, I'm just like clapping my hands or whatever. And everyone else is like, hella fan, right? So like, they have their like light sticks up, they have their like mama banners. And I'm just like, I think that's all I'm gonna get. And I'm gonna be grateful. So I was like, no, that's so cool. dude. I am so tired. I'm gonna tap out. Um, But yeah, that was a little bit of my experience. And I think that like, it was a good idea. And like, it looked good on um when i was watching it live on the screen um how they pan they did the different panels to different zoom uh zoom boxes and it was really live so um i thought it was you know they made do with what they with what they had and i thought it was pretty cool Um, you saw the same thing that the audience saw on tv right yes um the share screen did seem to be a couple of seconds ahead because we had a live stream on the TV and then a live stream on Zoom. Mm-hmm. And uh, the live stream on Zoom was a little faster. But ultimately, like, it was pretty much the same. And did you have, a, like, a different view? Like, did you get... No, it was the same broadcast view. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, so the, the only privilege is, like, you get to be featured on the screen when they pan If you, you could find yourself. Because... Like, if you're, like, just, like, a passing panel, like most of them were, you only see yourself for, like, one second, and your eye literally has to go to you, otherwise you won't see you. Because there's, like, million, like, there's hundreds of panels that they're, like, shifting through as just background when the artists win their award. Right. So, so, um, I'm glad that I did it, but... It took me, like, since I'm not a night owl, mm. um, it took me, like, almost two days to recalibrate my wow. sleeping schedule because... I know. Yeah, because I know. Gabe's a night owl. And I, and I remember that, like, when I told the group that I had this, like, code, Gabe was like, I don't know if Nathan's going to like this. It's because he knows that, like, I sleep pretty early. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was, like, pretty cool. Um but I guess I'll go I'll go ahead and transition into my recommendation for this K-Pops episode. And it's because this is the last performance that I got to see. And I was delusional and I didn't <laughs> appreciate it. But 
after rewatching it, I'm just like, this was one of the best releases of the year, I think. And it's going to be Eyes One's Panorama. So yes, I'm issuing my formal apology to Eyes One because I was so sleepy during your performance and it was like at 5am in the morning. Um, But what they did was perform their comeback song, Panorama, for the first time on Mamas. Um, So they hadn't released, I don't think that they had released the MV at that point yet. And they, like for the first time, were releasing it um, live on the Mamas stage, which was pretty cool. Um, So the song is released as part of their fourth mini album that's called One Reeler Act 4. And of course, as I mentioned, the title track on that album is Panorama. And the song is about treasuring their like nice moments in life um, and kind of like remembering their moments that they've had together, wow. which is like uh, very interesting given... Uh, that, well, we know that their contract is about to end with all of the produce. uh, This probably ends the produce series formally. Um, But this is my shout out to them because I think that they have produced such great music Mm -hmm. uh, throughout their very short career. Well, they've actually had the longest produced career because over time they've noticed that the produced groups have such popularity that they don't want them to end as soon. So IOI did like nine months, 101 did like a year and a half, and then Eyes One did like almost two, two and a half years. So they've been extending over the series. And we just Um, don't talk about X1, right? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yes, I guess we don't talk about X1, unfortunately. Uh, it's also interesting to note that, I mean, the Produce court cases have been going on and I've been steadily following it and they actually released the names of the people that got (gasps) snubbed, which was like, dang. From all seasons? From all the seasons, they're up. So like, if any, I'm not, I mean, I won't name any names, but it's just, I I don't know. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to say, like, I'm glad that whoever got to debut got to debut, but, like, I really feel bad for those people that got snubbed because not only that, not only do you know for sure that you got snubbed now, um, you just imagine more of, like, what your life could have been. Because these three groups are, like, life-changing for whoever's in these right. groups. Like, even if their popularity kind of, like, tailors off, like, this was, like, the peak of someone's oh, career, like if they were right. part of this group. I have a question right. about that. Yes. I, I know you won't name names and that's fine, but did, in your opinion, from the 101 season, do you think there are people who got snubbed that should have been in the group? 
Yes, I think that. Damn. And it's and it's because you need to balance the group with dancers, with singers, with people from different countries, right? For the eyes eyes one season, like you had to have some kind of predetermined balance of Japanese members and、mm-hmm. Korean members, right? So obviously it's a Korean based show, so you're not gonna have a majority of Japanese members. But like the AKB48 theme was like a key part of like the entire series, right? So、um, yeah, so back to Panorama.、Um, I think something that I like about it most, at least from the Mama stage, was that I liked their visuals and their outfits the most because I love black and gold themes, and that's what they、um, that's what they wore on the Mama stage. I don't know. I just like black with gold. And that was their concept of their dresses, and I really like that.、Um, I think that this song goes in with a lot of their discography, with like heavier bass that like they dance to, but it's still like a really good bop song. So I think that this was one of their strongest releases of probably their careers, but also especially like this year after the Swan Song,、uh, which personally I had a hard time. And Fiesta. Just, like, And Fiesta, yes. I love Fiesta. I still listen、and、to Fiesta. Oh my god,、Abby、I love Love Rose. Rose. Oh my god, that's yes, old. Yes, that one is really good. Wow, they are. This yeah, has like, been going on for a while. I didn't even realize. Yeah, so here's what I was gonna mention too. Like, Eyes One won basically like best group, right at the Mamas.、Um, Blackpink didn't show up. LOL. They got their popularity best group award, but they were awarded kind of like the quote unquote non popularity best group best girl group award. And I was looking to see how many albums they sold this year, how they were doing, right? And、mm-hmm. they were third in terms of album sales, but they basically sold the same number of albums as Twice. And if you didn't really follow, you would just like. Automatically assume that Twice has a lot higher edge than Eyes One, yeah. But they have a really, really big fan base, especially in Korea and Japan, because like that is where they're、oh. migrated for. Interesting. It's interesting that you say that because I really did question whether Eyes One was、mm-hmm. female artist of the year. Yeah. And I thought it was like nepotism happening with Mnet and their children. So I, you know, obviously that runs into my mind too, and I was like, well, actually no, because like they they sold basically the same number of albums as Twice, which is a pretty that's like I mean that's an indicator in and of itself, right? Even if we're not you、right. know in the business of making comparisons between the two groups, that's just like a good indicator of their success because if they're doing kind of the same in terms of album sales, like they're probably worth they're worth a lot, right? So. Right. It'll be interesting to see. I I, I envision that they're gonna do maybe one more comeback. I think they have four or five more months in their contract, and then they'll probably have to part their ways, just like the rest of the groups、um, had to, which will be really sad because again they're at the top and they have to disband. So I bet they're going to extend. <laughs> Why would they? I don't know. Have them do I think a it's comeback song if they're just gonna disband them. Well, they're still gonna s- they're gonna sell, yeah. Yeah, they're still gonna stay active because when you disband, that you know, for every comeback, that's more exposure for you to get、mm-hmm. when you're、okay. on your own. Yeah, it's like the IOI people, right? There's a bunch of those members who used to be an IOI and now they're like kind of flopping. Yeah, 
So. Well, <laughs> well, some of them are more successful than others, I will say, and that's yes. inevitable, right? Yeah. Especially if you're going from, like, a 12-member group to, like, by yourself. Like, you just lost, like, one-twelfth of your potential views, albums, counts, that's everything. True. Like, that's a big deal. Um, especially it's going to be hard, I think, for them to extend because they're also not only dealing with Korean company contracts, which we know are very legally complicated, but they're also dealing with Japanese contractors. And Chinese, like, literally too, overseas. Yuehua Entertainment. Mm, that's right. That's don't right. they have like one or two people in Iceland? They do. They yeah. do. They do. Yeah. So, oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, and all the Japanese members were already part of previous groups. Like the AKB48 like series, right? So I don't know about extension. I think that their popularity in the terms of the Japanese members is going to freaking skyrocket when they get back to Japan. Because everyone loves the Korean style of training. Like the Korean style of like mm. K-pop training. Because it's aggressive, it's intense, but it is yeah. really good. Right? And that's not something that the AK- AKB48 members had previously. So I think their standards have risen like quite a bit. So when they go back to Japan, like they're gonna they're gonna be on closer closer to the top in terms of just like stage presence and and vocals and dance and all of that. So mm. in any case, that's my little tribute to produce, and um, we'll probably never see it again. So <laughs> don't look oh too R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Well, I mean, we'll see it again. Just in a different form. Yeah. <laughs> We've already seen it. I mean, I li- I land yeah. part two. We've already Ready. seen it repackaged. I'll be, I'm curious to it. see what they do for their last comeback if they do have another one, because at least from what I've seen, like all of the Eyes One songs have been pretty much the same sound. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if if it was up to me, I feel like I would just put out the same content because it's been selling. So, like, why not just keep going? But, That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so what 101 did and IOI did was they released, like, a swan song. No pun intended. Um, they released, like, a... Like, like a, a goodbye song? A goodbye song, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I'm leaving for the military, <laughs> goodbye? Yeah, it was, like, it's actually pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I'm, I don't know what they're going to do with uh, Ice One. Um... All right, well, that's my rec. I'll pass the mic to Ashley for her recommendation. Okay, so if there's anything good that COVID has given us, it's some pandemic bops. So <laughs> my, <laughs> my recommendation is from TXT, their latest mini album, Minisode 1, Blue Hour, and the song I'm recommending is We Lost the oh, Summer. I love this song.
We did lose the it's summer. A, we did lose the summer, and the song is about how we we lost basically we lost summer, like a traditional summer, going out having like with friends, hanging out, going to the beach, seeing other people. Going we to lost K-Con. all that. <laughs> going to KCON, going to concerts. We lost all of those opportunities and now we're stuck in an eternal winter where every day is Ooh. March 1st. Why the music March 1st? video was super cute too and super relatable. I loved it. March 1st is the day that they um, they shut down. Like Korea or who? I don't know, but the, in the in the song it says it references the date March first. Okay. I think that is when they shut down because it was it yeah. was like a few weeks before we mm-hmm. kind of Who's went they? into lockdown. Whose day is my question? Korea. Yeah. Korea. Korea maybe- was doing COVID way before the U.S. though. No, couldn't my- Korea and the U.S. were about the same on like the infection when like the infection was starting. Hmm. But then they shut down. They shut down earlier than we did. Yeah. So maybe maybe they just needed a, a date that rhymed and that was early enough. <laughs> I in mean, the shutdown. March makes sense. I'm just yeah, yeah. I was curious. Yeah. Um. So the music video is really cute. It's it's like the Zoom Love concept. <laughs> so they um they it starts off with them in a school bathroom and they're taking selfies and Yunjun who's holding the phone gets a like a notification that there's been a covid outbreak mm. and then the the video cuts to them all in their bedrooms zoom concept and uh, <laughs> they're doing like choreography on zoom it's very cute actually i really like the song and i like that it's 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 supposed to bring like a little bit it's supposed to be relatable because a lot of people mm-hmm. their age i think uh Tae, Taehyun, their main vocal is still in high school oh my god and so he's having yeah yeah he's or maybe one of i know that one of them or some of them are still in high school so they're having to experience like remote learning too and oh, they you don't mean get they're to actually ha- still doing school yeah they're still i thought in you school. meant that they're like high school age but like have no, they're still in school. Our they idols. haven't graduated and taken the like entry exam for the for college. You know how that's important to them. Yeah, they haven't done that yet. <laughs> so they they're experiencing what a lot of people are experiencing, like not being able to have a senior high experience or even a graduation or things like that. So yeah, it's a very trendy bop. Yunjun is wearing a tank top and he has. Um, tattoos all over his body he has a pink <laughs> mullet in there too and i love it and they do like mass concept crop so top they do or choreog- no crop top no crop top <laughs> it's just like it's just like loose tank top you know loose thin tank top and then there's a scene where they also go outside and they do choreography and then they like cut to them all wearing masks i i hesitate because i don't like to be reminded of the true life horrors that I'm going through, but they did do this concept really cute. Like, it felt very endearing and not all dystopian. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, relatable. Yes, very relatable. Yeah. I think it was a good way for them to do it, too, because if they made it sad and, like, depressing, then it would not 
I feel like it wouldn't strike a chord with people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's. I think that they're celebrating like at least the ways of which we've had to adjust and transition mm-hmm. to this new normal. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that phrase. Like, so, Genius Lyrics or Genius.com Ooh, says... Ooh, yes for Genius. It is expected that <laughs> listeners' sympathy will be gained by expressing the feelings of anxiety and confusion felt after the daily routines taken for granted disappear. It also... Uh, the loss of our daily routine and lives due, due to the pandemic. Yeah. You know, I appreciate <sighs> that, like, Big Hit or whoever is, like, helping at least BTS and TXC, like, release these type of songs. Because, obviously, it's something that's, like, affecting everyone, regardless of, like, age or location. And it's more relevant mm-hmm. to, like, their fans than say having a crush on someone in your class right now mm-hmm. like you know that you're everyone's like stuck at home and there's no thrill right now so it's great that they're getting on their level and like having the opportunity to sing about things that are not just like vapid concerns because right now no one really has the yeah. time for mm-hmm. vapid concerns and i like that they're they're approaching it from like a like a not to say happy but it's more like a poppy upbeat perspective glass half a glass half yeah. full perspective bittersweet yeah it's a sad song and the words mm-hmm. that they're saying are sad but it the if you're listening to the instrumental itself it's a bop yeah <laughs> i think so. that's that's what i like about k-pop too is sometimes i just want to hear people vocalizing without understanding any of it yeah. Oh yeah, I love that. When I first heard I the song, that. I thought it was a little bit weird because I I felt as though they were kind of like belittling the situation, you know? Like, like first world problems type of thing? Uh more like more like not taking it seriously oh, and okay. like like minimizing the seriousness of mm-hmm. it. But then I like listened to it a little bit more and realized like they're just trying to put out bops. So (laughs) I'm I'm not going to take this seriously and like, (laughs) you know, and I also think that this song fits their concept that they're going for because this entire mini album has been like very like retro upbeat. So, and it doesn't fit, like, a dark concept like they were doing before. Yeah. Which mm. I hate it. So I'm happy that this is this is their new direction because I hate it. I hated <sighs> the TXT dark concept. I like, liked it. I hated it with a passion. Like, I, I thought for, before, before oh okay. this comeback, <laughs> I thought that Crown was their peak. Now I am taking that back. But that's it. This is a bop. Okay. Please listen to it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank right. you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay. Never mind. I was going to say something. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and give our guest uh, um, to let the listeners know what his recommendation is. All right. So first, before I go into my recommendation, quick story time. Um I am not one to really enjoy Christmas music, and there's a story behind this. So 
in college, my sophomore year, I think, I missed my flight mm-hmm. home for Thanksgiving because traffic was so bad in LA. It was your fault for not leaving early enough. Oh my god! Wow. I left like I left <laughs> like two. I left three hours ahead of time. time. I was basically <laughs> his like I was his like roommate almost for like two years. Were you flying out of LAX? Okay. See? Yeah. That's your problem. So aside from the attacks from Nathan, um, I missed my flight and had to sleep in the freaking airport terminal until 6 a.m. the next morning to get on the next standby. Oh, that's flight. terrible. Mm, I didn't remember I know. that. So I was sleeping in the airport terminal. The lights are really bright. Okay. It's like those airport fluorescents. They're just terrible. And then they're playing music in the mm. background. And it's not like normal music. It's Christmas music. So I heard literally Christmas music for like seven hours straight. <laughs> and it was like, I heard Jingle Bell Rock in every iteration of Jingle Bell Rock. This sounds like hell. That there is. I know. So that's why I'm forever triggered by Christmas music. So backstory aside, this song totally changed <laughs> that for me because of <laughs> because of the music video and how cute it was. So, cute. Um, so my song is Christmassy by The Boys. <laughs> Every December, December, It's not like a typical Christmas single, and I looked into this, it's because it's like an anniversary song for the boys, because they debuted, I think, three years ago, around this time. So it's like a Christmas um, song, and then also like a, a celebration song, fan song. Yeah, oh, like that's a why it said song. 2017, and not... I was wondering why it was like, class of 2017, and there was like 2017 balloons in the MV and concept pictures i was like it's 2020 yeah i had no idea what that was like, it's either, their three-year anniversary then i looked into it that makes sense they've actually been in the game yeah. for pretty long that's three years i know that's what i was really time. surprised they need a better name yeah so the boys is just too like you get lost the, in the you don't Z. like the you don't like the z casey the z <laughs> is not as flashy as like some of the names out there right now like what's a cool I, I mean, K- K-pop boy group? Like weekly with three E's. <laughs> well, I mean, here's what I'll I'll say I don't about like well by a group name. I want to be confused and taken aback and then intrigued and then you know that there's a whole process. Like six, I was like, huh, the X is cool in that. And it starts mm. with a C, so mm-hmm. you're you start thinking about it. But the wow. boys, I wasn't thinking about it. I was like, okay, boys. Mm. Fair. I think that's a fair point. Anyways, some background <laughs> about the. I don't think because I don't think we've talked about the boys no. on no. the podcast really. So, just a little bit of background. Um, it's an eleven-member group under Creeker Entertainment. Never heard know. of that. It's a very seems like small a group. Small seems like a uh, small like company. A scam. Yeah. <laughs> just oh like dot AI. AI. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they debuted on December 6, 2017, 
And my personal favorite members are Juyeon, who is also an MC on the show, and Q, who is just like a random sub vocalist, <laughs> but is also just like He's good just looking. There. So that's that's. Okay. That's I have it. a question: <laughs> Were the boys formed on a reality show? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they okay. weren't. But I do not know. I like the boy who was the sure. football player. Uh huh. Oh yeah, that's that's oh, Julian. So that's the one who MCs. Isn't it so crazy though? Like... <gasps> like, whoever was making that music video like knew that that had to be the thumbnail. Like with him kneeling down with his football and his black stripes on his face. Nobody actually wears no. those anyway. No, like, they don't. They I don't love serve a purpose, but so much. Their visual the aesthetic of that was Chef's Kiss. Whoever made yes. it American High School themed, love it. I I really liked the concept as well, but I didn't understand how the high school concept mixed in with the Christmassy. Oh yeah, no, I had. No but I also wasn't complaining there. because I liked it. Yeah, I'm so passionate about football and the boys. <laughs> so, Casey, you love football now, and yes, you also love hockey. ice hockey. <laughs> ice hockey and football are my passions. <laughs> they are my lifeblood. Why is the song called Christmassy? Oh Again, I have no idea. Is it- but it's a bop yeah, still. Fair. So it's just an adjective. <laughs> like things are Christmassy. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Oh yeah. It like it's like feeling Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole video, I loved the video because the high school concept. It wasn't just any high school football game concept. It was like. Was it like homecoming or something? Them asking you to like a yeah. homecoming yeah. dance or something. Yeah. So, I don't know. I. My high school was tiny. We did not have football. Our homecoming was girls volleyball. Oh, so this wow. was a very refreshing. What the fuck? This was a refreshing look into American high school That's life. Oh. <laughs> and it's good you because got it from a, K-pop. a lot of people didn't get to have their their homecoming. Oh, that's true. So oh, that's sad. It, it oh my gosh, Ashley, you're being a big cur- simp about all of this like Corona- COVID stuff Corona- today. Coronavirus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love it. I know. We lost the summer. We lost our homecoming. We lost everything. I mean, the. I mean, it's not prom, but people have lost their prom too, yeah, which is exactly. pretty yeah. equivalent yeah. to. But I. But we still have each other, oh and the, that's all and that the matters. Boys. <laughs> the, boys. the boys. And the boys. So, Gabe, I have a confession. To yes. Make. I didn't watch the music video because I don't support the boys. <laughs> What? Is it because they're up against stray kids on Kingdom? Yes. So obvious. That's it? That's oh my yes. god. I oh my don't... god, at least Gabe's Everglow anti-behavior is fully justified. You're, you haven't even seen Kingdom yet. What if they're good? I mean, I'm sure that they're good because they won Road to Kingdom, but ed- everyone who is up against stray kids is not good in my book right now. Like Maltese, I, if you're I, listening, I, okay. that I, was I, Ashley speaking, not Nathan, Casey, or Gabe. Are we have a turf war on the pod when Kingdom starts? Yes, we are. Oh my god. Okay. I am ride or die okay, wait, 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 wait. stray kids. 
Ashley, but here, you have to think about this. If Kingdom is anything like Queendom, it's not going it's to be like a cutthroat thing. It's like a collaborative, like you build each other up and like, okay, you know, tell it's me like more when... about Queendom then. Change my mind. <gasps> they covered each other's songs, like Mamamoo covers, like yeah. My Girl songs. Put, like They get put into like different units and stuff, don't they? Like within each with each other. I didn't. I didn't really watch. Oh, no, I, just I, saw, well, I don't know about that. But they I cover each other's songs and like they. It's not like I mean, Korean I culture under, is not I, like yeah. they're not like trying to eliminate other people. It's like they, like they actively want everyone to make it to the last round. So it's not. But how? Yeah, it's not like a super competitive. How did Mamamoo win? It was because I think it's like a combination of like voting, judges score, and then also like how well their last stage like performed mm -hmm. on Mnet or something. Okay. I'm not sure. But basically it's not like a it's the not survival like show is more to promote like all the groups who are participating. It's not necessarily to like beat out all the other people, you know? Okay. <laughs> Cause like everyone who was on Queendom got a boost from it. Yeah. That's true. That is true. That's true. That's true. But you're totally justified to be an anti. I support, I support it. <laughs> Again, Maltese, if you're listening, excuses. that was Ashley. Ashley's Don't come for the rest of anti. us. All right. Um, so we will, at least the three of us, and maybe our listeners, will listen to Christmassy by the boys as the holidays come around. All right, thanks, Gabe. Um, Casey, I'll give you give you the floor now. Yes. So, um, because this episode comes out the seventeenth, that is in Korea, it would be like the eighteenth. So that would be Jonghyun's death anniversary. So my recommendation this week is a song off of it's my favorite song off of Poet Artist, which is his last posthumous album, and it's. Take the dive. So this is one of the songs that he actually did not write. Um, Take the Dive and Just for a Day are the two songs on the album that he didn't write. But every other track on the album he composed and had a hand in writing. So um, I know it seems like the, the song you would dedicate would be a song that he actually participated in composing or writing, but I love Take the Dive. Every year on the eight, well, for the past two years, um, I, or one year, whatever. The song is like my afternoon, like on the 18th, I get out of whatever weird mood I've been in. And then mm. I start like wandering around my house singing <laughs> to take the dive because it's got that like big chorus where he's like, take the dive. And you mm -hmm. just kind of like let loose to it. I love it. It's so cathartic. And like really pulls you through the f ebbs and flow of the song because he starts out like soft and slow and then he starts building up building up and then he uses that big voice to like carry you through the rest of the song 
and it's basically about like I guess he's like falling in love with someone basically saying like take a risk with each other I don't know mm. it, it seems like he's addressing someone and it's got mm-hmm. like strong emotions he's expressing um, but it's such a great song to like get into that's not necessarily like categorized as like a bop because you can't really like make a TikTok dance challenge to it it's not it doesn't have like that up that like upbeat vibe to it but it's still theatrical in its bigness as that's how as a music theologist that's like the best way I can describe it um I highly recommend this song if you are ever in like a mood where you're just like kind of like meh or like neutral because it will just like let it wash over you and carry you to your next better mood and like just it's so uh i just can't even describe how much i love this song every time it comes up i'm like i love this song like i forgot just one of those does take the dive take the dives kind of in the middle of the entire album right casey do you remember yeah yeah but i would prefer it to be like the end hmm it's like a big finale type of song you know well here's what i was gonna say is that i think that the album also like it starts off really really upbeat with the title track with which is shining Shining. Mm -hmm. and then it kind of you know goes a little bit more a little bit more somber and then it goes up again and then i think this like take the dive is kind of like the probably the most exciting up one of the more upbeat songs in the entire album and then it really takes a somber tone yeah i think someone uh, like one of those album review websites describe the album as like bittersweet like if you remove like the emotion from it or like why the album would be normally bittersweet just like the overall tone and sound of that whole album is bittersweet I think and I think that really describes him well so mm-hmm. I mean every song on that album is really good like it's the first album that Hyun had on the Billboard 200 so I think that really speaks for itself as well. And like I said in our last episode where we did our shiny deep dive, like this Billboard also said that this is their, in their opinion, like the best song or second best song out of 2018. Um, I think definitely like give it a listen, at least listen to Take the Dive because it's a great time. Yeah. What did the non-showls in the room think about this song? I really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought like... The vibe that I got from it was really similar to what Casey was saying, where it's like something you listen to if you want to, like it it moves you forward, yeah. you know, like a pick me up. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. If you're if you're into like theatrical stuff, I like the dramas in songs. I like <laughs> big, big swelling vocals, or like I like something that makes you feel like. Or catches you by surprise, I guess. And this is one of those songs. So what you're trying to say is that Jungyun taught everything that Taemin knows. And that's why you love uh, Taemin so much. Yeah, dude. Jung- <laughs> Jungyun is the reason Taemin can sing. Yeah. That's why yeah. Taemin sounds like him and has similar, like, their the their breath <laughs> patterns, I guess, if that's what it's called, is very similar. Because yeah. Jungyun taught him vocals. Yeah. I did pick up on that, too. It, like... I, I was like, this could be a Taemin yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, they have. Taemin they... is like the culmination of all of the shiny hyungs, but definitely when he's singing, you get that Jungyun flavor. Yeah, and isn't you that like? Do. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I love that 
he's literally carrying on like Jonghyun's like legacy Persona, singing legacy. wise. Yeah, it's oh, that's, uh, cute. that's really cute. I won't yeah. cry on this episode, I promise, <laughs> but I will say I am <laughs> feeling some type of way. Love I that. love them. Well, as Casey did make clear to everyone, she is going to be a shower only in December. Or was it November too? Um, no, it was it was just December. Just December. And we're Starting only halfway. <laughs> oh, we are. When are they going to come back with their new album? Shiny. Dude, I'm still waiting. We thought it would be like November, December latest, but it's already at the time of this recording, December 15th, and we've heard not a peep. Well, there is going to be a Super M comeback that's announced. So maybe. When is that? Okay. There is? Yeah. Really? I didn't. One I'm moment. not a. Well, all dropper. I know is Onu is going to release a solo album in, uh, in the winter. So, oh, that's right. They have that. Did you see his um, birthday party? It was so cute. They had a little dude, tent all of for them him. had a birthday party. It was like Onu had a party and then Minho had a party. But <laughs> it was, like, it was oh, Minho's, Minho's birthday party was funny because he called all of his shiny members and no one answered. <laughs> <gasps> that's like growing up, like growing up pains, like older boy group problems, you yes. know? Ooh, also some hot goss. Minho shaded SM because the moment he got verified on Instagram, he took out SM from his bio. Oh, isn't that what Jamin did too? I love it. I love this like random act that was probably <laughs> meaningless to them, but to me it contains multitudes. All right. I think it's just more them taking ownership of their own mm-hmm. self, like career yeah they you know? used sm for the yeah. verification check mark and then afterwards they were like it's all my own now. person yeah well they are their own people okay i take it back there is no super m announcement come back i swear i thought i saw it okay well i think it's a like they're supposed to have a comeback soon but they just haven't announced it yet. i think it oh, was okay. i think it was in something like lee suman's address to something Hmm. Interesting. Well, until because they also said they also said there's a red velvet comeback coming and like a mm-hmm. bunch of other well stuff, everything so. gets coming theoretically even Ooh, if it's like Wendy's barely... back in the studio. Oh, that's right. That Casey did send me that article. Justice She's... for Wendy has come a long way this year. It's come a whole year. <laughs> Literally, Psycho is almost one year old. That's when she had her accident. Uh, SBS, I'm still angry. I'm still no, there's angry, no SBS. Super M comeback. Just give up. <laughs> I know. You would have uh, found it already. I know. Well, we'll have to wait to see what Shiny has in store for the K-pop world. But until then, we'll always have poet artist uh, Jungin's uh, Jungin's posthumous album, and we'll always have Take the Dive. Um, so thank you all for those great recommendations on one of our last k-pop episodes remember that you could find a complete playlist of all of our k-pops in this episode description as well as timestamps to our individual recommendations uh and in closing don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter at idle talk pod um and rate review and subscribe to us on the various platforms that we're on and especially our newest platform on pandora and until next time we'll talk to you later goodbye bye bye Bye.